get yourself a cup of coffee and pull up a chair. We're going to be talking to designers and developers about how they got started, what keeps them passionate, and what challenges them. It's the best remedy for imposter syndrome. This is Build Process. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Feenan, host of the Drunken UX podcast, and this is Build Process, to which everybody is saying one of two things right now. One of those is either Build Process, I haven't heard that in about two or three years. The rest of you are like, what the hell is Build Process? And I don't blame you. It's okay. Uh, build Process is a segment where we sit down, we talk to designers, developers, researchers, um, copywriters, anything in the industry, and talk to them about their journey as whatever role they are, how they got there, what challenges they face, and, and how they ever overcome those kinds of things. Joining me today is Lydia Winters. She is a front-end developer at Limelight Marketing. She is also a master's student in technology education with a bachelor's in graphic communications. Lydia, thank you so much for sitting down with me today and taking the time and, and coming out here to the, the wild world of whatever bar we're sitting in. We're at TJ Leland's right now, I think, and so I get... Good excuse to get out of the house and get out in that <laughs> cold weather a little bit. Yeah, it's very cold outside today. <laughs> a, little, a little more chilly than I'm used to. Let me dive in by just diving right in here. Um, I want to go back in time a hot minute. So you are in technical education, so clearly like this general field of of computery things interests you and, and with a background in graphic comm. But as a web developer, you're a front-end developer and is that something that like you came out of high school thinking, oh, this interests me, this is what I want to do, and, and you, you dabbled in it? Or was it something you kind of just fell backwards into? Um, I don't know. I feel like it kind of started when I was in middle school, really. There's a program called Technology Student Association that I was really involved in, seventh grade, eighth grade. And there was a competition you could enter in. And... Um, I mean, in middle school, like, how good of a website could you actually create? But they kind of gave you a prompt of, like, oh, like, we need to save the world with this website, you know, something big like that. Right, right. And you were supposed to make a website and submit it, and then at the national or the state conference, and then they'll give you an award if you place in the top three. So I feel like that's probably, like, my first, you know, exposure to web development if you could even call it that yeah, yeah. it wicks websites you know oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, that's uh, i i have no room to talk yeah. because that's effectively how i started <laughs> um, except i was a star trek nerd and it was like hey let's let's see what i can do with spock yes and, so i probably started doing that you know i really liked the design aspect at the beginning um i didn't really think about what went into it besides the design yeah. of a website at that point um, once I got into high school, you know, it was mostly design focus is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a graphic designer. Um, I did. I was also, it was funny, you said you were into theater. I was in musical theater when I was in high school. <laughs> and um, I never said musical. I oh, just want to okay. be very clear. Theater. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was never great, but my lovely theater director, Greg Shaw, which, you know, so he um, found something for me to do, <laughs> and that was make the posters make the programs. I was also in the show, but you would never recognize me because, you know, I was in the background. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> I had a great time. So I would design the posters. I would make the programs. And um, I mean, that was, I felt really important doing that, you know, which is good. And so um, after that, I was like, you know, I'm going to do graphic design. My dad, he teaches at Pitt State. 
And he says, you know, they have a great graphic design program at Pitt State. I really didn't have a choice what school I was going to go to. It was going to be Pitt State. So, um, you know, free tuition. You can't turn that down. So I did the emphasis in web and interactive media because in my mind I was like, you know, I want to make more more money than a graphic designer. I want to do web. That was the thought going through my mind, not knowing exactly how much work went into that. And so that was probably how I got my start. I started taking the web classes, and then a job came up for a, I can't even remember what it was listed as, probably like a web designer is probably what yeah. it was for um, student web technician yeah intern you know something like that and it was for a company i'd never heard of before dev squared and um i showed up to the interview i was i was bound and determined to get this job you know like, i feel like i kind of manifested it in a way i was like i'm gonna get this job for you. <laughs> i for wanted you. it so bad i didn't even really know why i wanted it i just really wanted it and um we had I mean, we had like three rounds of interviews. It was like the most intense like interview I'd ever experienced before. Because you know, before this, I had worked as like a student employee, right. and, and so, so I showed up to the interview, and John Caleb, my bosses at the time, they were interviewing me, and I, I did not know what they were asking me. I really was like, I did not do good. <laughs> They're asking me all these technical questions, and I'm like, I, yeah. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, F, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's the fun part being I, on that side of the yeah, table. I, let's, let's let's push the boundaries and see what do they know. What can they tell us? <laughs> yeah, so I definitely BS'd my way through that interview and probably the second interview as well. And then we kind of had like a a challenge we had to do to make it to the third interview. Right, right. And I can't. What did we do? I think we had to like design a web page. Yeah. And I just did something in, like, Adobe XD. I don't even think we had to code it, really. And so I got the job, and I was like, wow, this is great. And then I really found out what web development was. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue before then, for sure. So, But I like it. So <laughs> Now, how long ago was that, then, that you started uh, with when them? When was that? I think the interview process was, like, at the end of 2018, and I started at the beginning of 2019, so January of 2019 is when I started so that you just, job. You just kind of crested that three-year level mm -hmm. sort of in this role. Yes. Would, would you say that like what you're doing now um, has taken a lot of learning to get there, or did it come fairly naturally for you once you were sitting there in front of it every day? Um. Yeah, learning, learning, learning. I, um, I don't know. I feel like some of it did come naturally. Um, at that point, I did more design work for them. They did um, – right now in my position, I don't do as much of this, but – um, at that point, I was kind of designing back end, like what the user would see, like right. stuff like that. Like an and administrative interface. Yeah, kind of like that. And so that came pretty naturally to me. I really do enjoy that. Um, and anytime we have something that comes along like that, I usually design it. And so even at, with my current job. And so, but yeah, the coding, we did like view and, you know, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> The, the JavaScript is absolutely the hardest part of the job. Yeah, days, for sure. So I, I can sympathize greatly with that. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so you're you're here now. So you've got a couple of years under your belt. You're starting to get familiar with some of this technology and stuff. Um, I mentioned at the start you're a master's student. Is this something then, once you've got your master's and you're off into the wild world, is, is this the dream? Or do you think you'll find your way into something you know, teaching education or teaching people about web development or something like that. Like what's the sort of big goal you have right now? Yeah. Um, I think teaching high school is something that I have been thinking a lot about recently. 
when I finished my bachelor's degree, I don't know why I decided to just, I was like, you know, I just kind of want to think about teaching. And um, we had, we had actually designed a website for this program that KCCTE, which is kind of the program I'm going through for my teaching degree, which is kind of how I learned about it. And so um, I was like, you know, I'm just going to try it out for a semester. I had like one semester left of free tuition. I needed a couple classes. So I was like, you know, I'll just try it out. And I really actually enjoyed it. Um, I'm not necessarily learning about how to teach web development, but I'm learning how to teach. Um, And I think in the future, I'd want to teach high school. I'm sure I would end up teaching some design classes, just how it kind of works out in that setting but um teaching web development would be really awesome it's just finding the right school that you know offers that program the the intersection yeah and you know my um, boss john and i have had a conversation about how there's not necessarily anyone like super qualified to teach like computer science in like high schools because how many people get a computer science degree and decide they want to go teach high school (laughs) especially in kansas missouri you know around this area and so I think it is really important to at least get, like, high school students exposed to that just so they even know it's an option. Yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't realize how how important it was when I was in high school. You know, like, oh, websites, anyone can do that. But no, not just anyone can make a website. So and When I was in high school, the emphasis on computers was just take a typing class. <laughs> like, learn how to touch type. You're, yeah. you're good. That's, that is the goal. And. A different little different world. I will uh, emphasize for just everybody's benefit if education and technology and these kinds of things are of interest to you, but maybe you don't have a teaching certificate or the time or, or uh, anything like that. I do uh, some volunteering with our school district as a technology advisory person. So they have committees and stuff that help the teachers and show them like, what do you know, what are you, what should you be teaching or what should you be, you know, leading kids towards right now so that they can be ready for college. And so that can be a way to get into some of that as well. So I just throw that out there as a piece of advice. I really enjoy it. It's, I, I enjoy that opportunity to kind of have a hand in things, even though, yeah, I, don't have a teaching degree. <laughs> My parents are both teachers. I respect the hell out of them, but I don't think I am built for that environment. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's talk design for a second. You emphasized how that was something that kind of got you pulled in here. Um, I love the the posters comment because that was also one of my first forays <laughs> um, when I got into college. I did a lot of like hey, let's make some band websites because every band needed a a website and everybody in college knows somebody in a band. Um, And that really quickly translated for me to to making some friends at a couple of the bars and they'd be like, hey, can you make me a poster for this? And so I've got an old archive of like Photoshop 2 files with uh, (laughs) these old posters in them from 2002 and 2003. But uh, what like... Design-wise, what were your tools of choice? I heard you mention Adobe XD. Um, what else do you like to use? Um, I would say InDesign is probably my favorite. That's what I'm most comfortable with. Um, I worked as a student employee at the printing shop um, at Pitt State, and I would use that every day. Um, and, I mean, that's the most print-friendly <laughs> software, so that's what I'd use. Um, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable with most of the basic ones, Photoshop, Illustrator, Um after that, yeah, Adobe XD is my go-to for websites, though. Figma yeah, yeah. and Envision, uh, never really gotten into. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's, it's funny to me. I was looking at some, like, state of design surveys over the last few years, and it's like every two years it, it went from Sketch 
to in uh, envision to Figma, and mm-hmm. it's like the the there's like this moving hump of people that like they jump ship to the next one, and so I'm wondering what comes next. Oh, I know. <laughs> What's every after Figma <laughs> now? Every time I get at work, if I get a mock up in Photoshop, I just oh my gosh, please stop! <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many better things, so ouch, easier. Ouch, you you wound me. Oh my bad, <laughs> you wound me. <laughs> Um, so what, uh, when you started, uh, working with dev squared then and started getting into some of this code and, and these newer challenges, what was it that you found like out of the gates was sort of new and foreign to you that like took some time to like, Oh, let me go read up on that or look up on it because you're, you're going to get hit with something <laughs> like that. Um, so this is crazy, but definitely like, um, so we started using Bootstrap, mm-hmm. and I knew what Bootstrap was, obviously, kind of. I don't know. I had taken web classes before, but, you know, I was probably only, like, two web classes in. And I didn't know about, like, the utility classes, <laughs> like, text-center, putting, like, oh, like, like, that opened a world to me. And, like, now I look back, and I'm like, it's, it's sad. Like, how did I not know this? And now it's just, like, you know it comes right to me we we use tailwind um most yeah. of the time and um it's uh, I, we always make jokes about how we're gonna like tattoo like the numbers on our arms because we can <laughs> never remember like the numbers that we need to use and stuff um but yeah that was something i was like you know i gotta learn this like <laughs> they probably think i'm like the dumbest human on the planet how have i not learned this um but i knew like container roll column and stuff like that but the utility classes was was never mentioned to me (laughs) before this so you learn what you need in order to get the thing done that's in front of you in a given moment and unless you're pushed outside of that we don't pick that up i'm real big on like javascript and getting into that kind of stuff and you know i came about in a time where jquery was this huge library that everybody used for everything because we needed it and it's it's kind of like that. It's like when people learned JavaScript through the lens of jQuery, it's like JavaScript can do all this other stuff. You, <laughs> it's And it's the same syntax. You just have to stop and learn it. Of course, it couldn't do it, you know, yeah. years ago. And now we can do a lot of it. <laughs> um, and, it's, and, and now people are doing crazy things with JavaScript. And I don't know any of that. <laughs> yeah. Avoid it all like the plague. Um, okay. Let's, let's talk, um, like project wise. What, uh, let's like pick the first, uh, first paid product, product, project mm. or website. Something you did as, whether that was as a student employee or at Dev Squared or Limelight where like you stepped back from it and felt like, man, that was good work. Like what was, what was that first like feeling of satisfaction that you got in one of those? Yeah. Um, Let's think. I feel like um, the first big project, which is funny, I just mentioned this earlier, was the KCCTD site. I was still with Dev Squared at that point um, when we made that site. Um, I look back at it now and I'm like, I could have done so many things better. But <laughs> at the point, I was like, I, I mean, I really like, I designed the site. I, um, you know, I did a lot of communication with like the client at that point too. Um, that was, we had this one, we were still really small. Um, and then... I developed it too with a lot of help from my bosses but that was probably the first project that I really did from beginning to end and was happy with how it turned out 
and they're still using it to this day, which, you know, is good. <laughs> it still works. I mean, I think there's we've definitely had some bugs on it and we've definitely added some things to it. But since then, it's been pretty successful and I think it looks pretty good. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I want to uh, rewind for just one quick second here because I realized you, you said, like, we were a small shop then. What What is the size of the group that you work with right now? Like, are you part of a team of 20 people or a team of two people? Yeah, so I started out at Dev Squared. At that point, when they hired me on there, it was four people. It was Caleb and John, the bosses, and then two interns, Aubrey and I. And um, and Caleb and John co- code as well, so we should say yes, that. Yes, yes. Like, yeah, they were not sitting back watching. Yeah, no, no. Say. They are very smart. <laughs> very hands-on with all of that, yes. Yes. Um, so at the point of Dev Squared, we had two, and then the two interns. So the two bosses, two interns. Then when we merged with Limelight, Dev Squared was at five. Merge with Limelight, I would say we were probably 15 at that point. Now I would say we're 20 to 25. So just within the last year, we've grown crazy. Yeah, yeah. So within the dev team right now, we gained one dev from Limelight, and then we have three, well, we're all Limelight, all Limelight now. There's Caleb and John, who were there before, merged with Limelight, and then we have um, four full-time developers. And we also have an intern that we just started, too. So, and we're still looking. You know, it's crazy. We have so much work. We just, we can't stop growing. Um, so, yeah, about 20 to 25 people at the company right now. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so, in, in terms of, like, when you run into challenges right now, walk me through a little bit of, like, your your problem-solving technique, right? Like, every day we hit something like, okay, is there a utility class for this particular <laughs> yes. bootstrap need or something or, you know, tailwind property? What, you know, what does that look like for you in terms of, I know this, this feels very much like a job interview at this point. <laughs> like, wow, what are your problem solving techniques like? But walk me through those sort of that process of, because I know how I do it, but I would love for everybody to hear how you do it. <laughs> yes, well, definitely first depends on the problem. Um we have so many sites that so many people touch right now that sometimes the easiest way for me to solve a problem is to ask probably the last person who touched the website or ask the person who made the website, uh, like, how did you make it so we can edit the footer? You know, because there's so many different ways in a WordPress site. Yes. And so, like, God, I can't yes. find where to change the footer. You know, I just need to link this Facebook icon to a different Facebook. And, oh, um, it, it's going to be so much e- easier if I'm just like, hey... Aaron, can you just let me know how you did this? You know, shoot him a Slack message. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Or, hey, yell at him across the room if I'm in the office. <laughs> and so usually that's the easiest way. If it's a more technical problem, definitely Google, 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 watch YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> here I am, I say, 25 years into this, and I'm like, mm, give me a minute. I'll find the answer. Yes, I, I <laughs> you get real sophisticated in how you word those Google queries to, yes, to suss uh, out what you need. And I'm still learning how to do that because half the time I'm just like, I don't even know how to Google. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even feel bad about it. It's like, you know, they you're getting paid not just for your expertise, but the fact that you know how to find the expert. Yes. Like that in itself is a skill that you can get paid for. Yes. And then sometimes the expert is Caleb and I go into his office peek in there to see if he's on a zoom meeting and i'm like caleb i cannot figure this out that's you have to help me <laughs> and you know he's always like yeah come in here i'll show you and you know usually sometimes he'll look at it and i swear it just works <laughs> so we've all been there it's okay. <laughs> um what about uh from from the standpoint of like uh 
code review or, or things like that. Have you got, do you guys do that there? Is that something that you take part in or do you guys have other processes in terms of like, you know, checking each other's work or how to make sure, like you, you mentioned in the case of like editing a footer, you know, well, how did this person do it? Is there a, a method by which you all track that sort of information to kind of keep up with trying to do things in a similar way, so to speak? Um, I think we're trying more and more, but once we merged, you know, we, we all kind of do things differently. We all yeah. have a preferred method of doing things. Um, at Def Squared, I feel like I learned, like, different ways to do different things. And then um, the Limelight developer, he has a different way of doing things, too. Right, right. And so it just kind of depends, I guess, on the project, on how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Project-wise, maybe not project-wise, technology-wise, let's just go that direction because that's a little, little more encompassing, probably a little easier to, to kind of look at big picture. What are you excited about? What's like the, what, what is the next thing? What is the thing you don't know right now, but you know you want to know? I don't know. Technology wise, I've been really interested in these drones that are going to deliver packages, but that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen one yet. I don't know. Um, but project wise, um, you know, right now at Limelight, I feel like I have been you know, we need to figure out like what's best for the company, like what technology is going to be able to make us be able to make these websites that are going to be great for the customer, easy to edit. Um, They're not going to take us years to develop. (laughs) Um, And, you know, and they look good. The the turnkey solutions. Yeah. And so right now I have been looking at Elementor. That has been something Mm -hmm. that I've really done a lot of um, research in and, um, We've done a couple sites that way that we're kind of looking into. It. Is this going to be like kind of our go-to for websites under a certain budget? Yeah, yeah. Um, we try to do e-commerce websites. We just did an e-commerce website with Elementor, and it went really smoothly. Um, it kind of, you know, it takes away some of that coding aspect of it, but there's a ton of dynamic features in Elementor and, like, add-ons, plugins and stuff that can make Elementor, like, really, really a great tool. And so that's kind of what I've been looking into recently. That's what I've been excited to do more of. Yeah. Is it safe for me to assume, like, are you guys mainly a WordPress shop then? Is that um, Yeah, we probably do majority WordPress. We do have a couple Shopify sites, um, HubSpot. <laughs> um, yeah, but mostly WordPress. Um, let me ask your opinion then, just in, in general. We're working with Gutenberg. How has your process been with that especially as somebody who has who came in here you know right around uh you would have been jumping in professionally about wordpress Mm 4.8 like right on that cusp and then two years ago boom, here's this brand new gutenberg thing that's totally different uses react all of this stuff yeah what's just generally speaking like what was your impression of it are you doing much with it um Mm -hmm. are are you afraid of it or embracing it (laughs) or because everybody's got their feelings on it yeah i feel like we've done a couple of gutenberg sites that's definitely not like my go-to not what i want to do (laughs) all the time um but i think that it's great i think we could probably take better advantage of it but at the same time it's the learning curve of it too. Mm-hmm. Do we have time for this? The learning curve of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm I'm a slow learner. <laughs> well, and, and do clients have the uh, exactly? Yeah. The um, time. Yeah, 
the edit, we don't have like a, I don't know, I guess some of our clients do edit their own sites, but, um, and we probably do the majority of the edits. So it's not a huge problem, but I think probably the biggest problem is, you know, the average age of our dev team is probably like 22. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> 23. I don't know. We're all really young. We're all still learning a ton. Um, I think we're kind of just sticking with what we know. We're definitely trying to learn as much as we can, but it's hard when you have, you know, a whole long list of websites, you know, that you need to do. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, let's, uh, I, I brought you a, a present for this interview. That present is, uh, my fancy time machine and we can put you in it and you can go back in time and talk to like 14 year old you or, or even 18 year old you. You're like right on the cusp of graduating high school and going off and figuring out what you want to do. What, what would you take back to young Lydia at this mm-hmm. point? It, whether that is the advice to run screaming and don't ever look at a computer again to, Go make sure you read all of this stuff. Like, what's, what would you <laughs> give advice-wise to yourself? I think I, I wish I would have done, like, a little more... Um, well, I wish I liked to do, like, more web design at home by myself. Like, I wish I had taken more time to, like, learn more on my own maybe before I got the job as a intern at Dev Squared, you know? I mean, I got the job, so I guess I knew enough, but I wish I would have maybe cared a little bit more to learn more. In my mind, I was like, I'm going to learn everything I need to know in college. That's not true. You're not going to learn everything you need to know in college. I That's, like, not true at all. <laughs> I can't think of a less true statement. Um, but I also think, you know, like, taking – I had so many people be like, oh, will you make me a website? And I was yeah. terrified. I would always say no. I wish I would have said yes to more of those because the ones I have said yes to I've learned a lot maybe not always good maybe some bad but um I wish I would have said yes to more opportunities like that you know never turn down an opportunity that if even if it's a website for I don't know I made a church website (laughs) and it wasn't very fun but I learned a lot (laughs) that's early on now I will say later in life no learn to say no a whole lot (laughs) Um, okay, I think I know the answer to this one, but favorite tool? XD, I'm guessing? Yeah, I think so, XD. XD. Um, I love the fact that it comes bundled, like if you've got a CC license, they're just like, here, have XD along with it. Yeah, and sometimes it's, it's a little glitchy, I will admit. Um, just close out of it, reopen it, it works fine. <laughs> We're a Figma shop, it works, so I'm kind of shoehorned into that, but <laughs> my own stuff, I, I use XD uh, with. Um, uh, flip side of that least favorite tool what do you mm-hmm. hate to have to interact with but you know like this this is especially true i think if you're doing a lot of wordpress development and it's like you've got that one plugin mm. that every client wants that you hate or some <laughs> you know something like that like what is the thing that you always uh, put off dealing with um anything hubspot related for sure not a fan. <laughs> I can never find the file I'm looking for. Like, why can't you search classes? Or, you, it, it's okay. They're not a sponsor. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, so not a fan of that. Um, WordPress. I don't like the Divi theme. Mm. Not a fan. I've been well. It could just be I've been working with a lot recently, and it's been awful. But <laughs> so that might change down the road. Um, I can't think of t- too many other things, and I'm just like I can't stand this. <laughs> 
And then I'll, I'll wrap up, uh, forget advice to yourself. What, what do you tell somebody else? You're going into edu- technical education. Mm-hmm. You have a, a, a spark in you for like teaching people. What, what is that advice if somebody kind of, you know, 16 year old comes up to you and says, man, I, that's so cool what you do. What should I be thinking about or, or doing? Mm-hmm. What, what would you say advice wise to somebody like that who, is just kind of getting started. And even if they're not a kid, you know, like I say, yeah. you can be, you know, 55 years old and decide you want to change careers and get into this. But everybody has that question. Where do I start? What should I think about? What, what's yeah. your golden nugget for them? Yeah, I think I was thinking about this. And there's like, how did I get to where I am today? And I would definitely say, like, the relationships I built with my teachers when I was in, even when I was in high school, you know, like, they knew what I was interested in. Make sure people know what you're interested in. You know, mention it as much as you can. Like, oh, yeah, I like, I think I want to build websites. I uh, want to design stuff. You know, tell them. They don't know. You mentioned Greg and yes. the fact that the, here's a theater teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who is lives his life uh, in, in front of the stage helping these kids mm-hmm. went out of his way to find you an opportunity to both be in theater but engage in mm-hmm. that skill that you wanted to engage with. Yes, he cared, definitely. Like, he obviously knows that not all these students that are in these musicals are going to be on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> he knows that. <laughs> he knew that. So, uh, you know, he wanted me to be successful. He saw it in me. He knew that's what I wanted to do. He let me have some creative freedom. You know, he, yeah, yeah. he was a very <laughs> opinionated guy. So, but you know, we did the Adams family musical and he let me like edit the one of the guys bald in on the poster. You know, he, yeah, yeah. he let me experience, um, experiment and stuff, but you know, he knew that's what I wanted to do. And I would say that was probably a big, like kind of boost of confidence in me too. Like he, no, thinks I'm good at this, you know, yeah. <laughs> even if I wasn't. <laughs> and um, from there, you know, I um, I took like one web class when I was in, a senior in high school because at that point I was like, that's, that's what I want to do. And I went into the teacher's room. Um, his name is Mr. Bernhardt. He's a football coach. He also taught like accounting, driver's ed, web development, you know. And I was like, can I um, enroll in your web class next semester? It was the spring semester. It's the last semester I'd ever be able to get into this class. Said, well, this is a this is a year-long class. I, I can't let you in. And me, 18-year-old, I was like, I really wanted to be in this class. I'm like, kind of like almost tearing up probably just because I was so nervous to ask him to, you know. And he's like, well, I, I guess, yeah, yeah, I'll let you in here. And he's like, but you have to catch up on all of semester one's work. And gave me this Photoshop book, you know, gave it to me. He's like, second semester is web development, web design, but first semester was Photoshop. Here's the Photoshop book. And so I, like, worked through all these things before class started in the spring semester. But, you know, he gave me that opportunity. He knew that's what I wanted to do. If I wouldn't have explained that to him, you know, I would have just walked out of there. Well, I guess I'm not going to do that. Again, to college, um, I... um, I would say the only reason I got a job working with Gregor, the web um, developer for Pitt State, is because um, all these people knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, I made sure to tell all my professors, like, I'm just, that's that's what I want to do. I had the job with Dev Squared. They knew that's what I wanted to do. I mean, I had two jobs at one time in college doing web (laughs) development because I just put myself out there, I just over and over. And that's what you have to do because no one's going to just ask you out of the blue if you want to have this job if that's what you want to do because 
that's just not that's just not how it works but if you really put your interest out there and just tell people like how dedicated you are it's gonna it's gonna work out for you <laughs> well lydia i want to thank you so much for sitting down with me today i really appreciate it i hope everybody enjoys your story and and finds some inspiration in that i i absolutely uh, echo what you say about you know, the, the people side of the work we do from the people who can help us to the clients we work with to the people that visit our websites and use these tools. It doesn't matter how much code is there. It doesn't matter how much design is there. At the end of the day, it's one person building it and another person consuming it. And so those folks are, are such an integral part from start to finish. So thank you very much, everybody. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you want to find us anywhere, we are on Twitter and Facebook at uh, slash drunken UX or on Instagram at slash drunken UX podcast. You can also chat with us anytime on Discord at drunkenux.com slash Discord. Everybody, have a great day. Enjoy yourselves a little bit and find the people in your lives that can help you lift things up. Take care.